Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm Jessica. Welcome to Clue Done It, the podcast where we make wild guesses about fake TV crimes. Without any clues, context, or apparently accuracy. All right, let's find out. Who was right. Who was wrong. And who is dead. All right, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode where it is all about the fries here, ladies and gentlemen. It is all about the fries. I hope you've eaten because we are about to talk about fries for at least 10 minutes. Or actually, we already have been talking about fries <laughs> off mic, so we're the ones who want to go get a hamburger and fries, but yes. I hope you're ready for it. Yeah. Because, of course, what are we watching, Jessica? We are watching McDonald and Dodds. Dodds, the eccentric policeman who famously dips his fries in the hot butter to eat them. Yes. Why? Because apparently he has a death wish. Oh, no. He has a, a joy of life. <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah, that's what that is. That's a carpe diem, joie yeah, de vivre. That's as opposed just like... to McDonald, who's like Lauren McDonald, who's like, you should be eating salads. I'm eating salads. Yes. But as we covered, she like eats some of his fries as well, too. Yes. So, like, and she agrees that she agree, he yeah. is right about some things. Yes. So it's all fry. Just know that as we discuss this, fries are never going to be too far from our mind this whole episode. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I really want some right now. <laughs> All right, but does it? So, what episode are we watching? Well, today we are watching season three, episode one. Series three, episode one. Yeah. We also get to play this episode, which is a lot of fun. We also get to play that famous game, Has Jessica Fallen Asleep to This Episode? <laughs> it's true. I may have seen this one. <laughs> yeah. Although I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm just, I'm like 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to watch the teaser and we're going to see what happens. And Jessica may or may not be guessing this week. So yeah, we'll, we'll see if she gives me any clues. Although I doubt it. She's, she's competitive enough to not do that. <laughs> I would be honest. I would. No, I would, no, no, no. You're definitely going to be honest. I trust you on that. I just don't think you're going to help me is what I'm saying. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. No I, clues. I, I trust you implicitly. Wild guesses Wild only. Wild guesses only. So what is, what is the – for people who may not be familiar with McDonald's and Dodds, it's actually about more than people who do or do not eat fries. What is, what is the logline for the series? Yes. So created and principally written by screenwriter Robert Murphy, the series follows streetwise ex-London city ambitious cop McDonald as she arrives in Bath to head up the local CID and is partnered with Dodds, a shy, enigmatic cop who hasn't seen street action in over 10 years. So this well, is three series in. Three series. So, so he's definitely seen some street action yeah. since then. But yeah. And and the idea is that she is more instinctive, like she just she's reactive and just makes decisions. Mm-hmm. Whereas he is kind of considered a weirdo. Like they were hoping or they I by that I mean her old boss. Right. Who, by the way, I think Chief he, Inspector. Chief Inspector. I think he what that actor got the job of playing Prince Andrew on the crown. And so that's why. So they quickly he, wrote him off the show. They wrote him off the show and gave her a new boss. Anyway, the that character, that first boss, he we think that he brought her on and brought in Dodds to pair with her in order to either frustrate her and get send her back to London. Right. Or get Dodds fired or both because he was he thought Dodds was an old guy right. who was just and, slow and, he was and useless. He was useless. explicit about the fact that he wanted her to let to make it so that Dodds would go away. Oh, that's away. true. He did say yeah, that. Yeah, like that was part of it also. Like that their yeah. unlikely friendship has blossomed yeah. and they help each other. Yeah, so. and he he's typical Dodds is typical MO is to sort of 
fixate on one kind of thing that's not quite sticking, right. Not quite right. It's really sticking in his craw. It feels like he's somewhere on the spectrum a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And he really, yeah, he fixates on it. He's kind of a little obsessive. He keeps following it. He keeps following it. And, you know, pulling at the string, basically. trying. He's to like Sheldon the... Cooper meets Columbo. He's yes. He's like, something's not right here. So he's just kind of like picking at it all the way through. Yeah. And sometimes he's actually wrong. Not but sometimes. he's like halfway He's he's right. all, they, He always... He al- not always because there there are episodes where like they, they hang a lantern on the fact that he doesn't. But one of his things is that he almost always messes things up in a major way. Like he yes. thinks he's right, and so he messes with evidence in a way that like makes things harder, or he like springs a trap too soon, or like alerts people too soon because he he's just so fi- not fixated, but he's following one thread and he won't let it go, and he yeah. thinks that that's what it is. So. Yeah, and she has Lauren Dodds has gotten used to. Being like, okay, he is not as weird and useless as everyone maybe thought he was. Mm-hmm. He he does actually figure this all out in the end. He's kind of my diamond in the rough or my like back a- pocket. Ace in the hole. Ace in the hole, yeah. yeah. And so she will like listen to him and then sometimes that gets her into hot water because she's impulse a little impulsive sometimes yeah. herself like they're like kind of polar opposites in that regard welcome to tv 101 people. yes there you go. opposites i will also say that he looks a little bit like a french fry he, oh. they, they very often dress him in kind of like beige and yellowy kind of things so like he right. looks like a french fry yeah okay <laughs> So, so we've you got are fr- what you eat. Exactly. We've got a French fry and a salad. So- solving cases in both. <laughs> it's great. Another great thing about this about this series, which I really like, two things about this that I really like. One, they are very often people operating in cahoots, as I like to say. It's yes. very often not just one person yes. behind all this. And then regardless, they do a really good job of making sure the villain is active. Like the villain does not just mm. stop at the crime. The villain is all, like the villain is always playing defense and trying to mess with them and actively trying to get yes. away with it and confuse them and get out of the way. So I really like that too. Yes, that is a fun part of this show for sure. And this episode, oh my gosh, it is packed solid okay. with guest stars. So there are going to be lots of people pulling strings, lots of people being active doing stuff, I think. Well, tell us, to give us a logline for the episode and then let's talk about who's in it. Okay, so the logline line is the chalk and cheese police partners i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know. i'm i'm already here for this Who's I'm the cho- oh i guess he's the, the chalk ch- and the she's the cheese I, well I'm, the, no 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 i bet this is a crossover with like it's kind of, kind of like midsummer county thing because the chalk is like the cliffs of dover and everything like that it's the chalk it's the, because of where, how the ground is and all the shells and everything like that mm-hmm. it's the chalk versus the cheese which is like the inland counties where they have the cheese as in like, oh. they do, like midsummer county and thing so okay. i bet this is i bet this is why there's so many guest stars because i bet there i bet there's going to be a rival police force in this it's going to be the chalk oh. versus the cheese that's what i bet is going to happen in this oh interesting okay so the i have chalk- no idea about the <laughs> villain yet here i am making guesses before i've even signed the teaser interesting so the chalk and cheese police partners are tasked with untangling the mysterious circumstances surrounding the death of a young woman in a busy park in broad daylight surrounded by witnesses and with a spooky smile on her face 
Oh, okay. So a little, it's like kind of like the opposite of a locked room. Like here, it, it's done yes. in plain sight. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Like it's, but yeah. it's a, like there's a locked room. How did it happen? And this is done in plain sight. How did this happen? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Broad daylight. This aired in 2022. Okay. And so, as again, we have Jason Watkins playing DS Dodds. He is a Rada trained actor. Uh, Screen Actors Award winner for The Crown, playing Harold Wilson. You can see him right now in Archie, the Cary Grant series that's on, I think it's on BritBox for us. He's also been on Trolleyed, Midsummer Murders, A Very English Scandal. And and tell me, tell tell everybody my favorite trivia thing about him. Oh, oh, yes. He can walk on his hands. And he likes to do it every chance he gets, apparently. <laughs> yes, he does it like weekly, apparently. Yes. And at his wedding, during his reception, he walked to his new wife on his hands with a rose between his toes that his son put there. <laughs> so yes. I, re- I, I really want to see him either eat fries upside down or like somehow walk into oh. a crime scene upside down. Oh I just want to see. I, they have to work that in there somehow. That would be so amazing. Do you have an actress talent like that? Do you like you don't put Charo mm. on the love boat and not expect her to sing. She's gonna sing. Right, right, so right. Dodds can like walk on his hands. He's he's got to walk on his hands at some point. Yeah. Even if, like maybe he has to like escape some room or something. Yeah. Come on. Get, yeah. Get, I, I want to see. Oh, that. that's a good right? idea. See, yeah. Like yeah. have like have him do the whole like scene. What was that movie with? What's her bucket and Sean Connery, where she had to like slip through all the lasers and everything. Sean Connery. Yeah, it was from the turn of the century. Whatever. Okay. In any event, I want to see him walk on his hands through lasers. That's what I'm saying. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Oh my gosh. What? Make it happen, people. <laughs> yes. Um, then we have Tala Govia, who plays Lauren, DCI Lauren McDonald. Mm-hmm. She was born. The famous salad eater. Yes. She was born to two theater actors, spent most of her youth in theater. That is the definition of optimism right there. Being two, raised by two, two theater, theater actors. actors having a kid. Like, that is just, <laughs> that is some faith and optimism right there. Uh, I mean, We're going to do okay. Was. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. She went to Bristol Old Vic. She's been on EastEnders, Tracy Ullman's show, a TV series called Fit. She was in Shakespeare's Globe, A Midsummer Night's Dream. She's been in a number of animated shows including Go-Getters and a series with Jim Howick from Ghosts and mm-hmm. what's called the History something or other, Horrible Histories. Horrible Histories, yeah. And the series was called Scream Street. It includes a surfer zombie, sarcastic vampires, martial arts mummies, which is one of the She, she plays, plays a martial arts <laughs> mummy, yes. Which, there's pictures from that are adorable. Yes, so, yes. such a great show. Kids I animated totally show. Love it. it. Okay. And then, as I mentioned, Claire Skinner replaces C.S. Mary Orman. She joined at the end of season two, replacing the old boss, C.S. John Hausmand, who I'm pretty sure had to leave because he was filming The Crown as Prince Andrew, and he was going to get a boatload of time out of that one. Give me some of that Netflix money. Right? Claire Skinner has been on the screen since 1988. She was in Bridget Jones's Diary. She's been on TV in Inspector Morse, Doctor Who, The Chelsea Detective, Ted Lasso, Midsummer Murders, and also she is on Scream Street. <laughs> with love Tala. it. Yeah. Yay. Totally love that. And we have totally seen her. We must have seen her in all those shows. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
Okay, and then we have a boatload of guest stars in this episode. There Do we are... have any information as to whether or not they eat salads or French fries? I well, let's guess. Okay, let's okay, figure. Yeah. We're, so we're gonna. We're I'm gonna not make gonna get choice. into all of them right now, but there are 21 people in this wow. episode. Yeah, it's really huge. Um, that order from In and Out would take forever. <laughs> yeah, you, the PA would be sitting yes. for a good amount of time. <laughs> like I've written all of the next season, yes. waiting at In and Out for sure. So first of all, Alan Davies. He is best known to some of our British TV watchers as a a panel game show guest since two thousand three. On QI. Okay. And he is also very well known for being on the show Jonathan Creek, playing Jonathan Creek, which is a mystery show. He plays a man who designs magic tricks for Adam Klaus, but he also teams up with Maddie Magellan to solve baffling crimes. He's definitely a fr- he definitely is go goes for the fries. Yeah, yeah. yeah you you 100%. want to look at him and go like fries for okay. sure. Okay, then we have the amazing Dame Sean Phillips as Agnes Gillen. She is a Welsh-born stage veteran. She is known for playing the Mother Empress Livia on the classic BBC series I Claudius. Okay. For which she won a BAFTA. And she also played the Reverend Mother in the 1984 David Lynch Dune. Okay, now, what does it say about me that I have seen that version of Dune, but I have not seen I, Claudius? Uh, Yeah. There you go. Okay. what you need to know about me. Have you seen, however, Ewoks, The Battle for Endor? Oh, God help me, yes. She is on that as well. (laughs) And she is also... It's a forest moon, so she's all about the salads. She is a, like, a magician witch in that, that, it's... That makes sense, yeah, sure. Yeah, she's also in Clash of the Titans in 1981. So, interesting fact about her. She's probably a salad, yeah. She began professionally acting at 21. She has had multiple awards and nominations, but actual awards... She married Peter O'Toole. Did she get an award for that? <laughs> she should have. She got a two-volume biography oh out of goodness. it. Oh, my goodness. You can get all the details, apparently, in the second <laughs> the volume, second volume of about what her marriage. That, that is amazing to me that, like... Good on her. I'm glad she's lived such a great and full life. But she, when did she marry Peter O'Toole? In 1979. Uh, the 70s. I think? The 70s is yeah. fine. She had a whole oh, life. Oh, no, 1959. 1950. So she married Peter O'Toole in 1959, yeah. but that doesn't get covered until the second volume of her autobiography. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Like the first 20 years of her life. What the hell happened? Yeah. She had a, well, she had a lot going on. She had a lot going on in her life. She went to college. She went to RADA, I think, also. Yeah. And and she was, she began working when she was 11 on a Welsh radio. Then she's definitely been eating salads. If she was eating fries, she would be. Well, here's the thing she hasn't retired. She is still working at 90. Yeah. Salads all the way. Yeah. And prunes. Lots of prunes. Yeah. She got a Golden Globe for Goodbye Mr. Chips, which she was also in. She has done a boatload of musicals. Pal Joey, Gigi, Cabaret, A Little Night Music. She was Tony Award nominated for her one-woman cabaret show called Marlena. I'm sorry, Jessica. You can't hold that against her. 
Marlena DJ, you're right. I know she's actually done two cabarets, which were very highly rated and very well, you know, memorable, very no- noted. And I was definitely thinking like, okay, fine. i would have seen it i think maybe i don't know yeah marlena but i mean come on she's playing marlena dietrich yeah i mean that's that's, sure pretty cool um she continued to work as i said she's continued to work into the new millennium with elderly roles on stage and screen those are her words not mine including the west end show calendar girls which they made a movie of but Mm -hmm. i don't know why she wasn't cast in it but she was she did the show on stage. She also has done the TV series Lewis, Chelsea Detective, Silent Witness, Casualty, Holby City, Doctors, and she was in Good Omens last year. Oh, nice. She does not stop. No, she doesn't. Good this for her. This lady. And she looks great. I couldn't exactly find pictures of her in Good Omens, but I think I found one picture and I swear she does not look 90. And uh-huh. she and she is she's fit. She's really Okay. Oh, she motors. Amazing. Definitely a salad. Then we have Catherine, and I'm going to butcher your last name. I'm so sorry. It has lots of Y's and L's. Tidelessly? Sure. You're looking sure. at me as if I, I know. I'm, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. not giving you the point. I wish but you knew. Good job. <laughs> she plays Kate Porter in this episode. She is very famous for her role as Eva Price on Coronation Street, close to 800 episodes between 2006 and 2018. Coronation Street, that was a cure song, right? Was it? <laughs> no, it's fasc- okay. that's Fascination Street. It's okay. <laughs> sorry about that. Keep going. She was also, somehow she also fit in time to be on Emmerdale Farm. She did 30 episodes in 2010. She was also on the show called Trolleyed. She was on Midsummer Murders, Holby City. She had a, like a, 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 she had either a recurring role or they just brought her back to play other roles, which as we know, they seem to be okay with in England or on Monk. I was going to (laughs) say, what do you mean England or on Monk? Let's let's not put that on the British. That's just TV. So that was in Holby City 2006-2018. And she was also on a show called The Good Ship Murder in season one, oh. uh, episode eight. I feel like we need to watch that. The Good Ship Murder, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then, so oh, also speaking of shows that we have watched and people that we know, I'm so excited for us to also see Holly Aird again in this episode. She plays Paula Monksford, and she is known to us and many for playing Dr. Frankie Wharton on the first four seasons of Waking the Dead. Okay, so yes, definitely saw her there. Yeah, she left for her second pregnancy. We talked about it then. She was a child star since 1980, and her recent credits include Casualty, Grantchester, Law & Order UK, Midsummer Night Murders, Hijack, Discovery of Witches. Side note, speaking of Monk. Yes. Her first marriage and her first child was with James Purefoy, who played the villain in Mm -hmm. Monk, the movie, which we just watched. Which we just, Monk, yeah. And uh, I'm total, total French fry. I'm I'm getting a good salt of the earth French fry vibe from her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could see that. But in mayonnaise. Ah, she would even be good in ketchup. I think. No, I she's think you're like, right. I think she's definitely got that kind of like silky smooth mayonnaise mm, vibe going on there. Maybe with a little garlic. Oh, garlic yeah. Oh, is she garlic? No, like she's not garlic aioli. fries. She, yeah. Yeah. She's fries and she's aioli. An aioli. That's what she is. Yeah. <laughs> which, sound, which sounds like another like, it's the Rizzoli and Isles. It's fries and aioli. <laughs> 
my god. They're crime fighting cousins. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so great. Then we have Gabriel Bissett Smith, who plays James Langmere in this episode. And Gabriel is a BAFTA-nominated writer, playwright, actor, director, comedian. He does it all. He is one of the ensemble in the movie that everybody's watching right now, Salt Burn. One of his plays was produced by Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Vicki Jones's company, Dry Right, and Francesca Moody. He It opened to rave reviews. He is a comedian with several online sketches online, tons of views on YouTube, most notably, he directed and co-created the BBC's murder mystery called The Last Hours of Laura Kay. This earned him a BAFTA award and an award from South by Southwest. So it includes a bunch of like found footage, footage from like CCTV, mm-hmm, subways. Mm. And he's definitely a salad. Like mm, he's, I see. all the experimentation and everything happening in there. He is he eschews French fries. He's like, no, I need to I need to yeah, burn hot and right. clean. Just only give me like he's probably yeah. like kale organic. Ooh. Probably topping it off with a smoothie. He's a smoothie drinking salad kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, lots yeah. of like a green smoothie. Yes. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, green, like yeah, with celery Throwing and some machination in more there. Ca- oh, for sure. Yeah, little. What's it called? Like the flaxseed. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Flax- yeah, totally. I agree. I agree. Does he have pour-overs? <laughs> he, he, he would absolutely do a experimental <laughs> theater. I think that's required for you to have a pour-over. 100%. <laughs> yeah. And you know he composts those grounds. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And yes. he, like, he juices himself and he like takes – and yeah, he's totally composting. I don't know. So y- if you go on YouTube and watch any of his videos, he also has a, a a roommate or seems to have a roommate that he collaborates with. Or there is a character sure. that plays his roommate in See, a lot he's of these already videos. Got, he's already got us guessing what reality is. Like he's yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Not sure. Not sure. He's taken us into another reality. You're right. You're right. Total salad. Then we have a bunch of other folks that we'll check in on after we've watched the episode and like – yeah, see who pops out at us. But those folks really excited to, you know, see what they're going to be doing. And they don't care. This. They're just going for crafty. It doesn't matter what's there. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're all great. Well, yeah. we'll check in with them. We're well, all, one well, more person oh, that we should mention, please? though, is, uh, well, because we talked about the writer creator in the last episode. Right. Um, but the director of this episode is Robert Quinn, who is an award-winning Irish TV filmmaker, and his father was also a famous Irish director, Bob Quinn, who made the very first feature film ever made entirely in the Irish language. Wow. And he also was politically active. He would his father. The his father, father was would protest the Irish public TV every December for supporting the TV station selling ads for or by supporting the television station by selling ads for children's Christmas toys. He thought that was way too much commercialization for public television, and it really disgusted him and a number of other people. They would always quit every December. 
Anyway, the son who we're talking about actually made a documentary about his father, but he also earned his way up the, the, the ladder. He did a lot of second assistant work. He's also directed on, like, full-on directed mm-hmm. on Endeavor, The Bay, Harry Wilde, The Catch, Beast, DCI, Banks, Home Fires, Death in Paradise, The Clinic, Jekyll and Hyde, a host of other shows. Like I said, he also second assistant directed, including... The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's where we were going with all of this. Yes. <laughs> your, your, your teenage heart. <laughs> oh. So, yes, I'm excited to see his episode. Yay. <laughs> all right. So uh, with all that, yeah, let's, uh, let's go watch and find out what crimes are happening. See you soon. Jessica. You mentioned yes. that this was filmed in 2022. Yes. And I bet we could have guessed that not even knowing that because <laughs> there were so many extras. So many extras. It was as if they had like an incentive program to be they like. They had to have had an incentive program that was like employ everybody, as every, many people as you can find. Everybody, like just round up everybody in Bath and get them on the street. Anybody for this who's unemployed, give them a job. Even if they're employed, take them out of their work and put them onto this. This there were okay. So the the whole opening sequence is a foot chase through central historic Bath. Yes. Um, which that's just how I'm going to pronounce it. Bath. Actually, it's not. You're going to hear me talk about my Midwest bath. Um, <laughs> in any event, there's a foot chase happening through the center of historic Bath. Intercut with this foot chase is the the woman in mm-hmm. a crazy like multicolored print dress, a uh, fabulous dress great hat big floppy brimmed hat becomes important later on and then a foot race with like mcdonald like chasing mcdonald and a couple other just cops chasing down this running guy through the streets of historic bath the like intercut and all of this is intercut like the woman walking down the street this foot chase with a guy giving a lecture about phonology and linguistics like only only a british mystery show would have the sheer balls to be like yes we're going to talk about phonology and linguistics and that's alan davies comedian and star of jonathan creek there you go yes <laughs> he's george the lecturer and he's st- he started this is important though he starts out he starts out his lecture with saying very particularly everything is connected and then he talks about how mm-hmm. like the russians invading afghanistan led to more heroin in the streets which led to slang changing and then he starts rolling through different accents and it just being all like in 1975 the accent was like this but in 1979 the accent was like this and i'm just like yes yes we get it you're british you went to rada you like to show off your accent oh actually he did not are go you, to are you well actualing me yes well, i am <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> he didn't go to rada fine no he's a british actor he loves to show off his accents fine fine we get it you're british and and i would like to point out and i was reading an article from wikipedia it was an it was linked on Wikipedia mm-hmm. on Tala Govia's page, the star who plays McDonald, mm-hmm. Lauren McDonald, and she said that if you're in from one place in the country, you say Bath, and then another part of the country, you say it with an R. Like if you're from Bath, 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 Bath. I think it's Bath. Maybe I think that's maybe the Bath because Where's it's the, the whole E R because they don't say the R though is the thing. Like that's why it's like E R M is actually pronounced um, um, um because they don't. It's a different way of pronouncing the R. So maybe like 
bath versus bath. I I don't know. See, ball. is there an R when you say ball? Maybe that's the whole point. Like you're, that's what the R sounds like. So she's oh. saying they're putting. A, I don't know. Now we're Americans debating accents. <laughs> this is. Do you see the rabbit hole? This has taken us down. No, no. Cut to the chase, which they do. They go they, back and forth. They 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 chase him through. They chase him through a, like two lines of like foot soldiers, like like old foot soldiers with spears and yeah like, they're probably doing some weird changing of the guard weird thing. changing the guard ceremony they chase him past a bike race there's a, a bike, bike race, race happening in the middle of like without like anything being blocked off or anything there's just a bike race happening yeah like there's a great shot of like dodds as she's like waiting for the bikes to pass before yeah. she can go off and pass <laughs> chase this guy again um they chase the guy into the lecture yes where they chase him into the lecture um, oh, also tourists. Also tourists, with, yes. With like a, little, a lady like, with a flag. flag. Like, follow and, me. And again, everything is connected, which is why we're telling you all these things. And also just the extras. So many. Yes. Like, how long did this chase oh, take to shoot? Oh, my gosh. Yes. This is amazing. Anyways, so the guy runs into the lecture hall where Alan Davies is going through his accents, knocks him over, and then runs out. As Alan is on the floor... His character's name is George. This older, middle-aged woman comes up to him and is just like, George, are you okay? And he's like, Paula, get away from me. I need my space. Yes. Which, that's a metaphor. Oh, like, you know she has a crush on him and is trying to oh, gain a relationship sure. with him. Later. I don't so, even anyways. know that's a metaphor. But, oh, oh, I see what you're saying, while, yes. But while the robbers rush Holly in... Holly Aird. Holly Aird, thank you. <laughs> while, while the robber rushes in... The, also, the lady in the print dress walks in. Yes. She walks in, sees the robber comes in. Dodds comes in, asks where the robber went. The lady in the print dress points. Dodds goes off and follows them. Meanwhile, Meanwhile we see... Oh, no, that's not Dodds. That's McDonald's. That's McDonald's. McDonald's right. has sorry, been McDonald's. doing the like main McDonald's part of the, the like running, chasing, chasing. And yeah, whereas Dodds is kind of doddering Doddering behind, along and like dropping, dropping his, his, uh, like his, his phone, is, his headphones. Yeah. Like he... Because they're, they're, they're listening they're to like, their communication yeah. devices. Yeah, he can't get his comm to stick in his ear. And, and he's running into the same like bicyclist, the knights. And yeah. he can't... Like he's, everybody else is like pushing the knights aside. Behind. Yeah. yeah, and he's like he can't even get his way through them. He he just gets stuck in the middle of them. But what happens is is the guy rushes out of the lecture hall and traps Dodds in there for a couple seconds. McDonald's. Oh my gosh, Jacob, get your head in the game. Traps McDonald's in the lecture hall. Dodds sees him comes out of the hall and like watches where he's going and then manages to take some staircase and cut him off. He, like, totally takes this guy down in, like, two seconds. Yeah, he, like, yeah. He just puts out he, a foot, he trips, trips him, him. And then he kicks him in the leg, and the guy's, like, down on the ground hurt, and that's when McDonald shows up. Yes, with so. the other police. But that's not the that's not the end of everything. That's not the crime yet. So the lady in the print dress leaves the leaves the And we saw her in the lecture hall kind yes. of watching the whole thing go on with interest. She hasn't sat down in the lecture yes, hall. Yes, she didn't She's sit down. Just She's just standing at the side. And then she kind of has this look on her face like Oh, like she has an idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she walks off in the direction of the of McDonald and the robber and yes. following everybody. Yes. So she comes she comes into a park after all this. And again, with the extras. Oh my gosh, the, so many people in this park. Tai Chi and fans and like what else is Weightlifters going? Weightlifters. Wait, doing yes, like this guy boot like camp. doing squats and boot camp and everything going on and like and so many kids, get, people sunbathing. Yeah. So yeah. many frisbees. There were so many frisbees on this set decoration. I'm like there yeah. are never that many frisbees out unless you're outside a fish concert. Yeah. Like, there's and, just <laughs> 
they were very close together too. Yes. It wasn't even like they were trying to be like pan- pandemic separated yeah. outside. No. They were everybody was close. Yes. And so she's walking to the park and she texts somebody and she's like, "Hey, meet me in the park." And then she sits down and you see her face when she texts, meet me in the park. You just see her profile. You, oh, You see her on. face when she does the texting. But then, you're right, they cut. And then you only see, a, like, you. she's got her hat pulled down, so you only see her mouth. And then later on, when you cut, like, when she sits down, she's got it pulled down really low, so you don't see her face there either. Yeah. So, like, the last time you see her face, she's texting. And then she goes and sits down to wait for somebody, and you don't see her face in those last two shots. Yeah. So it's like, hmm... Then you cut to McDonald's and Dodds eating fries. Yes. And well, Dodds is. Dodds is eating fries. Calamity calamities, they might be oven fries. Yes. Oh, my gosh. He is just so – she's going on about How that's the robber the new, and the new yeah, chief. Yeah, it's going to be so impressive exactly. And, and he all of a sudden looks horrified and she says, what? What? <laughs> and these might be oven fries yeah <laughs> but he also explains how he got there he's like you have to understand it's a small town everything is connected mm-hmm. so clearly the theme of this episode is everything is connected yes they get called to the park where a little young boy has pulled the sandal off of our lady in the dress as she's been sitting there napping the father comes along and says leave her alone she's sleeping but he realizes she's dead he calls it in title sequence now we're talking to you. That's as much as we know. But before we get into guessing, we have to clear this up, Jessica. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this episode? I don't think I have. Like, I, I percentage-wise. I, really, like, I, I think there's a 10% chance I have seen this. Okay. So we're going to let you provisionally guess. But okay. you may have okay. to self-disqualify here. I and may, I've got the okay. paperwork ready, and it'll be okay. We're, we'll be fine with this. They've put a new <laughs> web access part of portal up. It'll be great. Oh, thank God. Right? Yeah, otherwise, God, just forget bringing it. bringing themselves into the 2023s. I mean, the 2024s. Somewhere. At least it's past 2003. Anyways, what have you got? What's your guess? Okay. So as we discussed at the front, at the top of our episode, there is Sean Phillips in this episode somewhere playing the yes. mother or at least somebody with Clash the same the, last Clash name of the Titans, as Dune from 1984. That's Sean yeah. Phillips. Okay. Um, Peter O'Toole, Sean Phillips. Yeah, that she is in this episode and she is has the same last name as Alan Davies, the guy who's George, playing the George, the professor who is knocked over in the lecture hall as the lecturer. And and he, he's this is not by the way a college lecture. This is like this a community. Isn't? No, it looks like a community lecture. Like anybody of oh, any like, age like could go. Oh, like a luncheon series. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yes. exactly. Okay, I got you. As opposed to like uh, here's is a okay. I did not see. I did. I thought it was a college like city lecture. arts and lectures yes, kind yes. of thing. Yes. That if you would like to attend a special lecture right. by <laughs> with some pictures of his travels. Yes. And his talks about his latest book. Yes. Well. Heroin, heroin and slang. Oh, is that his book? I don't know, but that's that's what he was talking about. How the oh. heroin, the drug heroin trade right. impacted slang. Yeah. So knowing that she is going to show up and mm-hmm. she is going to figure largely in this episode, she has to. Come on. Yes. I think that she is George's mother. Well, oh, yeah, we kind of came up sense. with this together. Yeah. That we think that she is probably playing George's mother. Yes. We came we we came to different conclusions, but we think that that is true. So yes. you, you go on with what you yeah. And I guessed that she poisoned the lady in the in the loud print dress mm-hmm. with the straw hat. And she poisoned her at tea. 
and it was slow acting and it made her happy. And she, so that's why she has that sort of happy look on her face when she's found dead. And we kind of came up with this together, but you really, you know, you'll, you'll share more, I guess, on your guess, but I... Sorry, I'm sorry. I have to interrupt because I said lugubrious. That is completely the wrong word. This is me. The the accent's got in my head, Jessica. Uh, The accent's got in my head. I'm trying to be all like college professor and smart. Lugubrious is not happy. Lugubrious is sad. Sanguine is happy. So I said lugubrious, which is completely wrong. She had a grin on her face. I blame you, Alan Davies, and you, this British TV show, for trying to make me think, oh, my gosh, I got to be smart for these people. (laughs) You would not win on QI, I guess. Oh, a lot of people ki- win on QI, though, so I, I don't oh, know. All right, fine. <laughs> so I think that she killed the lady with slow, the lady in the print mm-hmm. dress with slow acting poison tea, and and she it was because she didn't like the young lady who was trying to get it on with George. Her oh. son. Oh, okay. That was my guess. That's a good guess. Mm-hmm. That's a really good guess. See, I see, and I agree with you. I think that this is. I think that there. She's definitely the mother. I think that there is some kind of feud happening here. I don't think, and everything is connected. So I'm like, there's got to be some kind of like grand unified theory. You can't mm-hmm. see the gestures I'm making with my hands, but rest <laughs> assured, it means grand and unified. That's the gestures I'm making. There has to be some like grand unified theory in all of this. So like, I don't think it was any of the boot camp people. I don't think it was the Tai Chi people. For a second, I thought it might have been the father who called it in only because he's one of the he's a writer and everything else and he's our salad guy. So I thought it might be him for a second, but I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do too. And this is this is another weird clue. Is that the phrase that this professor is using to talk about slang is the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog, uh-huh. which that's a great phrase for typewriters. Like that's a yes. phrase you use for typewriters because it uses every letter in the in the English alphabet. But it's not particularly mm. – is it a great phrase for phonology? No, we learned that a couple weeks ago or maybe a couple months ago because I wrote it down as a warm-up for us. Yes. The phrase that supposedly uses all the sounds in the English language is, listen, what do you think I am? A piece of ripe fruit you can squeeze the juice out of? Yes, exactly. So this quick brown fox thing, like that's a typing exercise, not a linguistic exercise. So I'm wondering if he's taking the piss. Oh. I'm wondering if he's actually fraudulent and he's actually a heroin <gasps> trafficker. Oh. So he's a heroin trafficker, but the woman, he's the woman is he's he is having an affair with this woman. I think he is mm-hmm. having an affair with this woman, and I think that the mother is maybe onto him. So the mother is trying to kill him, but instead of him coming over for tea for lunch, the woman came over and ended up getting poisoned. Or he put heroin in his mother's tea. Not no, that's what it is. He put heroin in his mother's tea, which accidentally killed her. 
her, but he was trying to kill his mother because they're having a feud over the fact that he is this, like, drug dealer and dating this totally, like, young lady who's completely inappropriate for him. So I think it's meant to be the two of them. Like, I think they're There's having a feud. There's a feud, yeah. But you actually, you had a larger idea, actually, oh, yeah, even because than the, that. Because the, ro- I th- yes, yes the, ro- the robber wasn't a robber. I think the robber was a drug dealer. And is that, where, well, this, because convoluted people. Because, yeah, McDonald calls him in ref- when yes, they're sitting in the park. She says maniac. that the robber is a homicidal maniac. She doesn't just say a robber. She says yes. homicidal maniac. So was you're right. he I think, trying to kill? I think you're right. I think he hired that person to kill. George, George hired, hired the, the maniac to, to kill yeah. his mother. But his mother or somehow accidentally poisoned the girl with heroin and that's yeah. why she's because yeah i think that's what's going on so yeah it's, and honestly that robber guy i mean i don't know what a homicidal maniac looks like but he didn't look like a homicidal maniac didn't at all yeah and i mean that could also for, just you know yeah. fiction tv for fiction. <laughs> he was wearing this trendy jacket with yeah. the orange si- that's not carhartt that's some other famous brand members only no. It, <laughs> no, but it has this Dodds certain exterior with an or- yeah Todd's wears <laughs> members only. This guy was definitely a salad. He didn't look yeah. like a homicidal no, maniac. Because <laughs> <laughs> homicidal maniacs are famously fry people. Yes, they are. Oh my gosh, I need to worry about you now. <laughs> oh no. All right. Well, those are our guesses, and I think we're going to go watch this, and I'm going to watch my back so she doesn't murder me over the fries. And I'm going to eat some fries. <laughs> Jessica. Yes, Jacob. Let's talk about Henry Higgins. Okay, yes. Or Henry Higgins. <laughs> I am a dumb American. I'm not dumb. I am a linguistically challenged American. Okay. I am from the Midwest, which means I like Kurt Vonnegut has a great quote about mm. how he can go to Ireland and hear people talking in this lovely, beautiful, melodic voice. Mm. And then he comes back to Indiana where it sounds or the people's accents sound like a buzzsaw cutting through <laughs> aluminum. Like that is that that is my Midwestern accent. Say Sh- park the car in Harvard Yard. <laughs> park the car in Harvard Yard. Get the R. Get the R's in there. I'm almost to Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, you got the, but the, what's garbage, the flat A? Garbage. The, I don't know. I don't know. In any event, point being, <laughs> this show wrapped so long around accents. Yes. I, I made such hay with him talking about the whole, like, quick brown fox thing. This entire episode was about accents. He did that trick. He did this parlor trick of, I can tell you exactly where you're from. And I'm like, we got Henry Higgins. We got Henry Higgins right here. If Henry Higgins had a magical vial of poison. Which he did. Which he did. That's what, well, he I mean, Henry Higgins didn't that. actually do it. Otherwise, this would have been a much different story. But yes. but the professor in this show did. Yes. Yeah, he, like, he went to Oxford and then he like traveled to Brazil or the Southern Mer- South American rainforest. traveled everywhere. But yeah. yes, wrote a book about that and... R- and he came home with this poison, which when you smoked it and inhaled it, began a long, but uh, not a long, but just began a peaceful, happy death. Like it would kill euphoric. you. Euphoric. Peaceful, so happy, you euphoric death. You would just go out smiling, painless, painless death, painless, yeah. euphoric death. So the woman smiling, as soon as they find this out in his books, this professor's books that he had found this toxin, he, of course, is suspect number one. Now, yeah. 
gentle listener. When they find this out approximately 25 minutes into a 90-minute episode, you can be pretty sure that that's not actually a who did A 120-minute episode. No, this is not. Was that 120 yes. minutes? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, my point is that, of course, it wasn't the doctor, but good. The doctor. Gravy. It wasn't the, the professor. The professor. Sorry, the professor. Yeah. I am not sure that I'm going to be able to recap this for you because this oh. was... I, you're just going to have to watch it. You're just, it's and insane. we don't like to do... We don't like to do recaps anyways, anyways, but even trying to tell you who actually did it is so labyrinthine. Let's just go with this. Remember, the most, the most obvious person, the easiest way to tell you who did it is, remember at the end of our guesses when we were telling you what happened in the beginning and we said, oh yeah, the body was discovered by this boy and his father who called in the murder? Yeah, that father... He, he did, did it. it. <laughs> like, like yeah. Okay. So neither of us of even course. touched the wind. Even touched the wind. Even sniffed the wind. <laughs> Which, you know, with the, with the lentils I ate at lunch, that's probably a good idea. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he was collaborating with someone we hadn't even met at the point of this. Uh, yeah. Uh, a, at, a woman, when we stopped. A woman in witness protection yeah. from northern England. It's too complicated. It's yeah, too complicated. Yeah, and she, so there was a My Fair Lady theme going on. An incredible My Fair was, Lady theme. It was an opposite. There was an I Claudius like yes. theme. Yes. So Agnes, so Agnes the was the professor's mother. 100, well, 99 year old 90 mother. 90 year old mother was about to turn 100, but still driving herself around town in a little MG sports car. Yes. Um, Looking fabulous, having her nails done, having her makeup. She was sharp. She was sharp. It was amazing. Um, Getting herself up and down everywhere. Yeah. When she finally gets taken into the police, she wears this old lady, like, baggy sweater. This cardigan. And she, like, combs her hair into this horrible... Yeah. Wears glasses. No makeup. Yeah. And then she has this chain, this cane. Fabulous, like, fabulous makeup throughout it all out. Like, not just, like, like... Not just makeup for TV, but, like, makeup to, like, make herself look really glamorous throughout the whole episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, big lips. Yeah, big lips. Big, bright, bold lips. And, like, bright color silk caftans that are, like, trailing behind her like like a train. (laughs) (laughs) And she confesses to the murder with half an hour left in the episode. And you're, like, they're, like, you can't prove it. And she's, like... She's like, you can't prove it, so I'm going to kill myself. So she kills herself, thinking that this is all wrapped up. But of course, no. It is not. She didn't actually do it. She didn't actually do it. She's protecting her son because her son's a bit of a, I won't say he's he's not, he's not a prat because he is quite smart. Yeah. He just has zero sense of people and zero sense of how to make his way in the world at all, I think. Entitled would be yeah. a good word for her son. Very entitled. Well, like she says, men delude themselves. Yes, you're right. <laughs> she says this in context of, what does she say this in She says this in context of. Um, well, she's talking to Dodds about, because Dodds says, because they live in this big fancy, Bel- Belvedere is this beautiful house that the professor yes. and his mother, Agnes, live in. Agnes which Got back this in the house. 70s, yes. Yeah, th- back in the 70s, a Irish politician who was very philanderous bought the house for her yes. in England, in Bath. And it turns out that when he died, she could stay in the house until 
upon her death and upon her death it would go either to uh, it would go any to of his surviving his surviving heirs. heirs and if none of them were around then, then it could go to her son right so it all lined up for so the woman who was murdered was this irish politician's last remaining heir a bastard daughter and she found out about this and she came after the house and yeah. then Everybody else swirled around to try and get their hands on this house. So the yeah. suspects include George, who might want to kill her to protect the house. They yeah. might include George's administrative assistant, Paula, who also he had an affair with years earlier. It might also include there was another woman he was having an affair with who you don't meet. Her name was Kate. Well, that's the name we were given. She was actually in Witness Protection Program. Maxine. Maxine. And then there was... And then there was somebody else who might have been involved in it, too, for like a hot second. Yeah. And it, at the end of the day, what it was, was Maxine slash Kate was a crooked. She basically, she came from no money. She worked with the gangs and money laundering, turned state's evidence, theoretically, to get into witness protection program. With her husband, who was also But her a husband financial... was murdered. But yeah, her husband was murdered. So and... she went into witness protection. And as she was in witness protection in Bath, she found out about this house, and George started going after the house, found out about Elodie, worked with her criminal connections in the underworld, this guy who found the body, to kill Elodie so that she could marry George and get the house. And I hope some of that made sense. This was all of the Christie's. This one gets yeah. all of the Christie's. This was so unbelievably convoluted. It was yeah. great. It was great because, I mean, she dead on confesses and you're like, oh, like halfway through, I'm like, I got it. It was her. Yeah. And then, yes, she even confesses. But And the great thing about her confessing is that she says you can never prove it. You can never prove I didn't do it, which to Dodds is like catnip. And you know he's got a <laughs> half an hour, so he's going to do it. But it's another yeah. one of those. Okay, it's another. Like, not only was it a crime committed in broad daylight in front of everyone, it's another one of those like, hey, it's the perfect crime. How are you going to like, I've confessed to it. But you're not going to be able to prove it. And I'm going to kill myself. So I'm going to get away with it because I'm 100 anyways. And it's time for me to make my exit to yeah. protect my son. For all of her scheming, she really did love her son. Yes, she did. And that's when I was like, oh, I, Claudius. This is like when they're sitting around trying to think of like, who do we cast right. in this part? Oh, of course. Yes. Sean Phillips. Dame Sean Phillips. Call her up. What's she doing? What's she oh, doing? Is she great. ready for this? Yes. <laughs> we love working with her. Yeah. What I will also say about Maxine slash Kate is that, again, with the accents. So they bring everybody together. Hilariously. They bring everybody together in the kitchen. At Belvedere. Ma- at Belvedere. Belvedere's <laughs> kitchen. And uh, so Paula, George... Kate slash Maxine, and they bring in James, the dad, to see if he can identify the suspect that he saw rooting around through Elodie's stuff so he can pin it on them and they have their murderer. James comes in and like, it's the whole, it's the typical, like, let me explain to you how everything was done. Very Poirot. Very Poirot. But shared between McDonald and Dodds. Yes. Shared (laughs) between McDonald and Dodds. (laughs) First of all, they like ask him to identify a suspect. Like, Sure, you're going to identify a murderer so the while the murderer can see you. Yeah. Okay, whatever, but great. But then they spring the trap, which is they know that it's actually him working with Kate. And Kate goes through, again, with the accents. And, like, 
every every British actor was just like, yes, I have trained <laughs> for this moment. This is my yeah. time to shine. Yeah. Because, of course, Kate immediately goes back into her Northern England accent. She's been trying to learn how to be posh from George to be kind of like to be to hide in witness protection and to be yeah. better than she is. And, but as soon as she gets found out, she goes She's found out, of course, by Dodds because she has some weird vowel affectations. But at the end, she like she when she does her like evil monologue of evil, I'll do it. I do it, and any of you would b- behave just like this. Yeah, she slips right back into this old accent, and it's just like, Mwah. like yes, people, like I'm so, like. I suppose I could tell you like three or four different American accents. There's like the Midwest accent, your Northeastern accent, your typical Southern accent, your Texas accent, your Midwest accent, your California accent. That's like six accents. That wouldn't even cover a county in England. (laughs) Right. You know, this is the actress who is famous for her 800 episodes on Coronation Street. Oh, wow. And also on Emmerdale. So... She's really showing her chops. Yes. Right? I feel like. I, either that either that, or this is one of those things where it's just like, oh, you Americans. This is such bog standard English acting. Any one of our actors could have done it. <laughs> Mind you, I'm saying that as a fictional British person. I uh, think it's amazing. I also love that the mother, Agnes, has like slightly derogatory nicknames for everybody. Like, they're not derogatory. It's just yes. knows that she does not think well of you. Why does she call Dodds Titch all the time? I don't know. Is Like, what does that up, mean? Look up t- so she calls Dodds Titch all the time, which must be some sort of slang that we don't know about, just like accents. But she also calls her kid Spud. Oh, oh yeah. She calls her skid. Her, her she skid. calls her kid. Okay. I looked it up. Titch in English means a small person, especially a child. I don't need to take any notice of a titch like you. It's like a form of yeah, address. Yeah. So yeah, that's so, yeah, she calls British titch. informal, humorous, used as a way of talking about or addressing a very small person. Ooh, yeah. Nasty. So like she's vaguely insulting the whole. Like her son is Spud because she like she wanted her son. Like she has stories that like she slept she with him to be the big potato. Yeah. No, well, no, she wanted him to, like, take over the world. Oh, she, that's like, right. She, like, slept with Picasso at the eve of the Spanish Civil War. She, like, was sleeping with this Irish minister. She had his life planned out for him. He was going to go to Oxford and end up running the world. And instead, he went off and studied linguistics. Yes, that's right. Someone that's needs right. to show this lady some, like, musical theater. Like, there's honor in studying linguistics and <laughs> accents. See, it matters. I don't know. Is that honorable, though? <laughs> okay, I it's problematic. Henry, yeah, problematic. <laughs> I prefer him when he was still Henry. <laughs> I also enjoyed that this was all... So, he goes to Brazil... Mm-hmm. presumably sometime in the 80s, oh, think... finds out about this. He's got to be drug running. I'm sorry. If you're in Brazil in the 80s as like an Englishman, like going out and trying to speak to the indigenous people, no, you're really actually just running cocaine. I, that's what uh, I think. I'm, I'm back to my drugs with him. He's a cocaine runner. Well, I was thinking how funny it is that it's in a vape pen. Like, how do you know... Like, if you are a linguistics professor, how do you know the dosage? Yes. How do you know? How do you know it still works after 30 years? years? And putting it in a vape pen of all places. Like, how do you get it in the vape pen? Do you load vape pens the same way you load pipes? 
I, I don't I know. I thought you had to buy vape pens individually just like you buy va- cigarettes. The, you don't have to buy the vape. I don't know how vape pens work. I know. But what I will say is like, again. This is like a pour over situation again for me. <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand. How does this work? <laughs> well, let me tell you, except I don't know how this works either. Yeah. And how he brought this somehow into the country. Like yes. he got it past customs. He got it past And this is the other it's thing. It's an agricultural product. It's an agricultural product. And a controlled substance. And worth billions of dollars yeah can you imagine like what if you what if you didn't give it to somebody in a lethal dose yes what if this was the newest best anesthesia in the world (gasps) like do you like the medical implications of this that he's sitting on and ignoring because someday he might want to kill his mother Right. Oh, well, like, I mean, how short-sighted he, is that? He, you want to kill your mother to inherit five million dollars? Yes. Meanwhile, you could sell this to a bio. You're right. Company. And it, you could have been like, yes. you could have been just like the found, like the guy who invented penicillin. I mean, seriously, seriously. You know, do the right thing and bring it forward for science. Yeah. Do the right thing, George. Yeah. For science. For science. All right. Well, for science, or at least statistics. Or at least amusement. We'll be back next time with some more guessing. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And now we want to hear from you. Tell us your guesses, your scores, and your suggestions for what shows we should watch next. Go to our website, cluedunitpodcast.com, or email us at cluedunitpodcast at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram and Facebook at cluedunitpodcast, or on Twitter at cluedunit. And if you like the podcast, please rate us and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcast to help us get the word out. And maybe you'll hear your review read on the show. Want to be a Cluedunit private investigator? Leave us a few bucks at cluedunitpodcast.com and we'll send you a personalized, official Cluedunit private investigator license. Officially approved by the totally fake Podcasting Adjudication Board in their secret headquarters in a mountain outside of Squamish. We hope to hear from you soon. Because watching watching TV TV is always better with friends. They did show us a magnificent beard.
Yes. I want to know if that guy had some lines or not. So one on at one point boat. they go to a riverboat to search the riverboat because that's where that's where the lady who was killed was staying when she was in town. They go in, and as they're walking to the riverboat, there's this guy in the background being like, "Yes, it's over there," and he's pointing with his arm, and he has like nearly a ZZ Top standard beard. Oh my god! It gosh. was just it was an amazing beard. Like this was not just a COVID beard. This was this was a oh, man who had yes. been working on this beard for a long time. Yeah, and well it was done, sir. near his belly button. It was near his navel. Yeah, but yeah. it was still pretty full. Like it wasn't scraggly. It was a it was a good beard. We had to rewind to watch the yeah, beard twice. He... 